ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on, on the YouTube channel, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. It is a fantastic time. You are here in our little, well, in my little, you know, my little safe haven. And, and even though it might change and transform as I travel around, I might still be, you know, behind some generic backgrounds. It's nice to be home. It's nice to be in a place where you can just chill, hang out, have a drink if you want to, and, and just, you know, enjoy life while we talk. Um, the NBA Finals is, is underway. It is 1-1, and I think that that is, that is a shame if you're a Denver fan. You're playing with house money if you're a Heat fan, right? You're playing with house money. Nobody expected you to be here. Nobody gave you a chance to win. I said that you would get swept. I still don't see this series going well for the Heat, but you got to give the Heat credit. They just find a way. And then I did talk about this, so if you watch or if you listen to um, our Zebra Strikes podcast, make sure that you follow it. Um, on on Spotify, the same way that you should be following Talk Spicy on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from. If you listen to the Zebra Strikes podcast with me and Coach Witt, shout out to Coach Witt, I said that the Heat have this uncanny ability to make teams that are really good offensively look bad offensively. I don't know how they're able to do it. I don't know why it is, but they have been able to figure out a way to make bad, to make good offensive teams look bad offensively. In game one, they decided that they were going to get the ball out of um, out of Jokic's hands. So they ran to him and, and doubled it. And Jokic being Jokic had like 14 assists or whatever it was. And everybody went crazy. In game two, the Heat said, hey, let's let, Joke, let's let Jokic get off. Jokic had 40, but he only had like four assists. To me, that was the game. Now, did he have 40, only four assists because they were stopping other people? Or did he only have four assists because they just missed a lot of shots? That is going to be what settles this series. If the reason that he only had four assists is because they're able to lock other people down, then the Denver Nuggets are going to struggle. But if what I believe is the truth is that he, they didn't lock anybody down, the Nuggets just missed a bunch of shots. The Nuggets missed a bunch of shots. The Heat made a bunch of threes. Duncan Robinson turned into an all-around basketball player all of a sudden. And shout out to him because he was out of the rotation. The only reason Duncan Robinson is playing is because Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo are hurt. If Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo were not hurt, we would never see Duncan Robinson. But shout out to him because luck is where opportunity and preparation meets. And he was given another opportunity because of those injuries. 
He had prepared himself to do more than just be a three-point shooter. And when he came up small in some of those games leading up to the NBA Finals, last, that, that last game, he didn't come up small. In that last game, he showed up for his team. In that last game, he made sure that he was the difference for his team. And you have to applaud him for that. You have to give him credit for that. You got to say, hey, listen, Duncan Robinson, you're the man. You did what you were supposed to do. Right? You held your end of the bargain. But now, if I'm, if I'm Denver, I'm saying, can you do that three more games? And can you do that three more games while our team misses every shot in the world? Oh, my God, so many shots missed by the Nuggets. I don't have a dog in this race. For anarchy's sake, I'd like to heat the win. For my prediction's sake, I'd like, I'd like the Nuggets to win. But I don't have a dog in the race. If I'm wrong about a prediction, I'm wrong. I don't care. Right? If I'm wrong about a prediction, I'm wrong. At least I want to know why I'm wrong. At least I want to know why I'm wrong. And right now, the reason that the, that the Nuggets lost the game, to me, that's not going to be the reason why I'm wrong. Like, that's not going to be the reason. The Nuggets are not going to shoot that bad for the next three games. They won't. I don't think within the next five games, they're going to shoot that poorly for three games. That's the only way the Heat win this. The Heat have to shoot really well from three. And the Nuggets have to shoot horribly, not just poorly. They have to be really, really bad like they were in game two. But the Nuggets made this a series. And the reason that they, they made it a series is because they didn't do what you're supposed to do to the inferior team when you are the dominant team. They never stepped on their throat. Like I said, you know, on, on, on my Zebra Strikes podcast, I said that the Heat are essentially the Lakers, but their two best players are not as good as the two best players for the Lakers. Here's the difference, though. The entire culture of the Heat is a never lay down never quit, never say die attitude. That is something that I don't know the Lakers have. I don't know if they have a never lay down, never quit, never say die attitude. At least not yet. I know their head coach has it. Right? But they don't have the years upon years upon years of heat culture in LA. So that's why you see it. See that that game 2 was very similar to the game 2 for the Lakers. Only in the end the Lakers lost that game. The Heat won. These are very similar teams. And it's very interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Because the Denver Nuggets did not step on their throat. If it had been blowout game one, blowout game two, this is a four-game four game three. 
But because they gave them life from game one by beating them soundly, but not like a massacre. And because in game two, the Heat were able to get them one in Denver, they're going to go back to Miami with all the confidence, with all the swagger, but with all the mental fortitude. With all the mental fortitude and they get more time off. I don't like this two days in between. I like the I like the every other day. I like how that rolls. NBA should adopt that for the finals. This two games in between games, especially two games in between home games, they did that for the they did that for the teams that have the stars that might be starting to get up there in age. The interesting part is it works perfectly for Miami. Because they have guys who go hard and who really legitimately need rest time. They really legitimately need recuperation time. You know what those two days in between game one and game two did for the Heat? It allowed them to acclimate. Right? It allowed them to acclimate. So now going into game two, they had already been in Denver for several days. So now they're acclimated. So now altitude doesn't matter that much. Altitude is not going to be as a big as a big deal. That changes things. That makes things different. That makes things that makes things even from that standpoint. But if the Nuggets had stalked on their throat in Game One, blowout, hundred thirty something or hundred twenty something to hundred or to 105, or to 98. If they had not let off the gas in the fourth quarter, trying to, like, sit down the starters, if they had said, no, we need to send a message, now the next couple of days, the Heat push it because they know that they got to get game two. They got to have a different result. Maybe they gassed themselves out, but that didn't happen. And now we have a series. And the winner is basketball fans, right? The winner is basketball fans. I don't care that Denver doesn't care about basketball. We can see that. There's no juice in Denver behind this basketball. Every, every person that's there talks about the fact that nobody is really like basketball fever in Denver. We know in Miami they're going to be laced for this game. The difference is in Miami, they're also going to have a bunch of other things to do. So they'll show up late. They'll show up late because that's what they do in Miami. Right? But the games are enjoyable. And if you're a basketball fan, you have to enjoy what's going on. I think it's interesting that um, Mike Malone was talking about like effort. That he said that it was an effort thing. But they, they did the same thing defensively in game one. The difference was in game one, Miami didn't hit any shots. He didn't come after game one and say, hey, it's an effort thing. It's only because they lost. I don't like that. I don't care about him calling his team out. Like I think that's so overrated. All these people are like, oh, you can't do that to your team. Man, suck it up. They're millionaires. They're trying to win a championship. 
I'm going to hold y'all accountable. If you don't like it, go play somewhere else. But for, for that team with that coach who's been in place for a long time to say, oh, yeah, you know, it's an effort thing. People think they're going hard. They think they're playing hard, but they're not really. That's a problem. I don't really think it was an effort thing. I think that that was a cop-out thing for Malone to say. It was a way to diminish what the Heat did. And we can't diminish what the Heat did. Everybody said they was going to be blown out. There was only a few people out here saying that this was going to be a good series. Coach Witt said he thought it was going to be a good series. I disagree. I still disagree. I don't think I think this has still got a chance to be a 4-1. Finish it out and finish it out. You know, like I still think that has a, an opportunity to happen. But now it's intriguing. Now it's real. When you don't kill the inferior opponent early. You give them confidence. You give them swagger. You give them belief. You give them hope. When you do that, you open yourself up to a much more difficult match than you should have. The Miami he have, has a very simple philosophy. Let's just get it to the fourth quarter. If we get it to the fourth quarter close, the culture takes over. We will not, we will not cower in the face of adversity. We will not go down in the face of, 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 of a fight. We will never turn and run. We will run to the storm. All of the cliche stuff that you want to say. The heat, that is, that is the heat. The heat culture is a walking cliche about hard work and dedication. They're a walking cliche about hard work and dedication. And now we have a series. Now we have something to look forward to. I can't wait for game three. I don't know what's going to happen. I'd like to think that the Nuggets are going to handle business. But who knows? Because now the little engine that could their wheels are chugging. And they're continuing to say, I think I can. I think I can. And now at the game two, they're saying, I know I can. And that is dangerous. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. I do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree. But whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. Until next time, peace.